Hey everybody, I'm Eric. Welcome to Today I Watched. This is week three of WWE 2017, which includes Raw 1234, SmackDown 909, 205 Live Episode 8, Main Event 225, and NXT 373. I'm I'm liking doing this this weekly episode more and more each time I do it because uh, it means I don't have to talk about some of the stuff I didn't uh, even really pay attention to or uh, or anything like that. I can kind of breeze through the lesser episodes and and to be honest, this week kind of felt like uh, it was chock full of lesser episodes compared to the UK championship tournament if you have not watched that yet while well, my review of it is up but uh get on the the network the wwe network that is uh check it out uh if if you only have time for two hours then watch day two they they show some good highlights pretty much all of the best parts of day one uh during day two uh, before each of the uh, second round matches, um, so that that's my advice for checking it out. If you ha- if you only have two hours, a little bit more than two hours, watch day two. But if you can watch the whole thing, uh, I think you'll have a good time. All right, uh, but that that was this last weekend. This week we had, I mean, it, the shows were better than last week, somewhat, mostly. Um, so we'll start with Raw, episode 1,234, uh, aired on January 16th, 2017. Um, I'm just looking at my notes for the first time since watching it, and I'm tr- kind of trying to remember what was going on. A great thing about this episode is that we did get some cruiserweight action on the Hulu version of the show with Tony Reese, Tony, Tony Vies, Tony Nice versus rich swan um the the match did not conclude with a pin or a submission uh because uh, we got a brawl between uh between uh swan and neville so i kind of continued their storyline going into royal rumble that match where neville will either become or not the king, the true king of the cruiserweights, not just by self-proclamation. So I, that's one of the matches I'm most excited for, honestly, other than the Rumble itself. Um, AJ Styles versus John Cena is probably going to be pretty, pretty great. But uh, we have seen them go against each other a couple of times now. I want to see him go up against Randy Orton or basically just Randy Orton. It, it, that has to be. <laughs> I hope that okay, this, is, this is what I hope. Uh, the rumble is a week away at this point, like nine days away. Um, I still might be able to make the trip happen. Probably not. No, I'm not going to be able to go to it, but, uh, maybe, maybe I might be able to, we'll see. We'll see. But, um, uh, it's nine days away. We have most of the information we need for all of the known stuff. I don't think we're going to find out any more entries because we already know like half of them now. So the other half should be uh, surprises, I think. I'd like to see like a, a Tyler Breeze in there. 
like as a surprise, the uh, hey, main roster surprises. I'd like to see uh, like Tyler Breeze and or Fandango um, because we haven't seen either of them for a while on SmackDown. When we get Rhino in there, get Rhino and uh, Roman Reigns, Goldberg and uh, um, uh, Jason Jordan all in there. Uh, spear fest, quadruple spear. They just all spear each other and then the, the ring explodes. Sorry, uh, Rhino doesn't do the spear. He does the gore. But, uh, you know, that could happen. It, it probably won't happen. Have all four of them in there. Um, actually, have they announced? I don't even know if we, we're having the tag team championships uh, defended at the Royal Rumble. Because Cesaro and Sheamus are both in it. It would make sense for at least one of American Alpha to be in there. Um, are they going to be in there at the same time? I'd, I'd, I'd like to see uh, Cesaro and Sheamus working their magic, their uh, their juxtaposed magic with each other. Speaking of them, okay, so I was talking about um, – basically, I, I, I want – before I get to uh, Cesaro and Sheamus, uh, I, I hope that uh, AJ Styles retains the championship, although that might not happen. Um, I'll do my prediction video uh, on next Saturday. So the day before, or even maybe that morning, um, of the the for the Royal Rumble, maybe sooner than that. I don't know. Um, okay, if AJ Styles does retain the championship, which he might not, I hope that Randy Orton wins the Royal Rumble, so that we get. Well, I guess it doesn't matter if AJ retains or not, because he could win it back by the time WrestleMania comes around. Um, <clears throat> and uh, it's going to be. Right. Oh, that's right. That's right. Because it's a elimination chamber. Just two weeks after the Royal Rumble, we find that out this week that uh, there's going to be a six-man elimination chamber match uh, for the WWE Championship. So it it kind of doesn't really matter if AJ retains or not because uh, he's he's got to win it back in that elimination elimination chamber match. Actually, I feel like he has a better chance of winning it back in that than retaining it in that match. Um, but anyway, what I'm trying to say is I want Randy Orton to win the Royal Rumble um, so that at WrestleMania we see AJ Styles versus Randy Orton. Because I think that would be awesome. I think that would be better than AJ Styles versus Brock Lesnar or no, why would he wouldn't be fighting Brock Lesnar? That would be better. Uh, it would be better than AJ Styles versus Undertaker, I think. Um, and it would definitely be way better than Brock Lesnar or Goldberg against uh, whoever has the Universal Championship as of WrestleMania. So that's what I hope happens. Either or Baron Corbin, I would be cool with him winning the Royal Rumble, and I it's a toss up between the two. I mostly just don't want anybody from, um, I don't want anybody from raw to win the rumble so that we don't have to see it, uh, that match. But, uh, Finn, will Finn be back at Royal rumble? Maybe he seemed, uh, to be in uh, pretty good health recovering pretty well when we saw him at the UK championship tournament. 
Um, of course, we didn't see him wrestle or anything. We didn't see him jump off, climb up and jump off the top rope. Um, but uh, maybe that'll be one of the surprises. Samoa Joe is like 99% going to be in the Rumble for sure. And if we get Finn Balor versus Samoa Joe in the Rumble, man, that will be pretty awesome. Um, there's going to be so other. We have a four way match the night before for the women's championship. Um, how's that going to pan out? Uh, if anything, uh, the, the only way I think Asuka loses is if, okay, is it, uh, is it a fatal four way or is it an elimination match? I'm not sure if it's an elimination match. Asuka's got it. Asuka's got it for sure. But if it's a fatal four way where anyone can pin anyone for the win, friggin' uh, Peyton Royce, is going to lay down for Billy Kay or vice versa and uh, just let them pin pin one another and then they get the championship. That's the only believable way for Asuka to get beaten. And I, have, I kind of have a feeling that's going to happen. And actually, I'm going to look it up real quick to see what type of match it's going to be. Yeah, there's no mention of it being elimination rules. Just straight up fatal four-way. So I kind of think that's what's going to happen. Um, anyway... Um, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. I, I'm liking Nikki Cross more and more and more. I'm jumping around here. Um, I'll talk about some of the like specific moments by episode soon, but, uh, yeah, I like Nikki Cross a lot. And this week when, uh, after the match, uh, between, was it even a match? Uh, no, they, they came out to beat up Ty Dillinger. Sanity came out to beat up Ty Dillinger, uh, after he refused. Well, actually they didn't come out to beat him up. They came out to offer him a spot in Sanity. They're like, uh, Eric Young says, I'm not asking you. This, it's not a request. You will be part of Sanity. And he still refused. So they beat him up and big Damo comes out. And uh, finishes the job with a crazy, like, uh, powerbomb type thing. But it was, like, he had him, like, up over his head, like, upside. It was kind of crazy. Um, But he's huge. So he can do that kind of stuff. And um, so he he takes out Ty Dillinger. And uh, they offer him the jacket instead. And he flings it over his shoulder. And... Nikki Cross is so excited and uh, and happy. It's it's pretty adorable. So I I like her more and more. If she wins the championship somehow, is this kind of like the? Uh, let's see. We we get uh, Eric Young going after the NXT Championship. Whoever wins that, um, Bobby Roode. I don't think he's going to be able to beat Nakamura. He's awesome. He's one of my favorite guys, but uh, I don't know. Maybe he might. But uh, Eric Young going after the NXT Championship, and then the other two guys, Big Demo and uh, Wolfman. Or I don't know his name. Um, let's see. Alexander Wolf. That's his name. Wolfman, Alexander Wolf. Same thing. I'm, I'm just going to call him Wolfman. So uh, Wolfman... And uh, Killian Dane, also known as Big Demo, but his NXT name is Killian Dane. I don't think we've actually heard that name said 
out loud on television, I, I think I would have noticed that. Or maybe I would totally missed it. It was like, it's just like nonsense syllables since I was thinking big, big demo is what you know as. Um, but anyway, I could see uh, Wolfman and Demo going after the, the NXT tag titles. Um, uh, I, I think it would be better to see them against DIY than to see them against Authors of Pain. Are Authors of Pain going to win? I don't know. We'll, t- we'll talk about all this more next week. But, um, but yeah, it, it pretty, pretty interesting stuff going forward in NXT. And I think overall... Um, let me think about this for a second. Yeah, I think overall NXT was no SmackDown Live was my favorite show this week. Uh, last week my favorite show was Two Hundred Five Live, um, but uh, SmackDown was a lot better this week. Uh, there's uh, it wasn't really like stalling like last week kind of felt like, and we had a huge reveal at the end. But we'll get to that. Okay, let's go back to Raw. We open the show with. Uh, Big promo from Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar comes out. Then uh, Jericho and Kevin Owens come out. And then uh, Seth comes out. I, I really like his new shirt. I really like that shirt. And as soon as, not, probably not as soon as it goes on sale because it will be $30, which is way too much. But, uh, uh, I, I, yeah, I, I want that shirt. And uh, it's, the, it's the first Seth Rollins shirt that I've actually liked. Um. And, uh, yeah, because it's Seth freaking Rollins shirts. It's like, yeah, that's kind of dumb. And then uh, some of the other, well, the black shirts, I guess it's pretty much the same as uh, as the black shirts. But uh, in white, I think, looks looks really good. Um, yeah, that was my focus. That was the highlight of this episode for me, basically, other than uh, Sheamus and Cesaro versus the club. That was a great match. Um but uh yeah. Seth Rollins new shirt. Awesome. Uh yeah, Brock Brock comes out. Uh Sami Zayn is out there. Braun comes out. You, you know, wait, whatever. It, there there's a Superman punch to 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 Brock Lesnar, but then he gets destroyed with an F5 and uh that, that was that was it. Braun g- gets away. He does he doesn't uh take up uh Brock's offer to step in the ring with him. So I think we'll see all these guys go at it again in the Royal Rumble, but I hope none of them win. I hope uh, Randy Orton and or uh, Baron Corbin come out on top in, in that, as I've already mentioned. Um, anyway, uh, I, I really liked this segment, this little clip uh, that was taken like during their rehearsal practice uh, during the day. All right. I guess it was them checking out uh, if if Sasha was ready to compete, um, having her run the ropes and stuff, um, see how her leg is doing. Um, but, yeah, this footage of the, the empty arena is, is just, like, normal wrestling preparation um, environment. And, uh, yeah, I liked that. And then it was turned into story stuff. With Nia coming in while she's being evaluated and attacking her, and uh, yeah, I like that. If they did that all the time, it would, it would be like, oh, that this was someone's going to come out and attack them while they're they're practicing or whatnot. Um, but uh, yeah, it was a nice change up. We didn't have to have uh, 
like it just we didn't have to have it happen backstage and stuff like that. It was a nice change of pace. Um, next up, we had Sheamus and Cesaro versus the Club, and this was a pretty awesome match. This is my favorite, probably my favorite match of the week overall, and I was so excited when the Club got the win, but it was after Sheamus accidentally knocked out the ref. And uh, so another ref comes out, does, gets gives them the three count, but uh, the original ref wakes up and he's, uh, shakes it off. He's like, no, 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 they're disqualified. He attacked me. The club wins, but it's by disqualification. So they don't win the titles. Um, so I was both excited and then disappointed and then excited again because it's like okay the club are the uh being presented as the the most um uh realistic threat now to getting those championships and uh yeah yeah i i think we'll see a pretty great match between those do those those two at at uh at what what's what's next what's the next raw Raw pay per view after um, after the Royal Rumble. I'm not sure. Let's see. WWE pay per view pay per views. Because so now you got Elimination Chamber two weeks after the Royal Rumble, and I'm only in 2003. So much scrolling. Uh, 2017. Fastlane, that's what it's called. Um, on March fifth. That's a that's a long time between Elimination Chamber and WrestleMania. Man, is there gonna be another one in March? I don't know. I don't know. Um so anyway, uh up next we had a very Woody Allen sounding Sami Zayn, uh kind of trying to to amp up his his ideas for the strategy that they need to take. Um, the, the main event is a six-man tag team match between Seth, uh, Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, and Sami Zayn versus Jericho Owens and Braun Strowman. Uh, so, yeah, they, they're kind of dismissive. And he's like, this guy's crazy. He's crazier than Dean Ambrose. Um, up next, we had Tony Nese versus Rich Swan, which I already talked about a little bit. Um, we had a pretty awkward um, promo with Charlotte showing pictures and poetry and an essay from Bailey. And then uh, Bailey comes out and uh, is upset about that. Yeah. The, my favorite part of that, that segment, and the only thing that I really wrote down, was uh, uh, maybe not my favorite thing, but the most notable thing. I was like, what? Did he really just say that? Uh, Corey calls Byron an invalid what that's like i mean that's not that's not like bad language but that's that's mean that's really mean that's basically saying he's he's worthless um so corey graves boo but also nice insult um and the the main events uh stroman pins Sami Zayn. so all of our champions champions and their uh, uh, and their, uh, their counterparts, Jericho and, uh, two thirds of the shield, uh, don't, don't look weak in defeat since they're not the ones who are penned. 
And Braun Strowman is just this monster anyway, so it's like it doesn't really make Sammy look look bad to have him defeat de- defeated there. So uh, the beating continues afterwards, though, and uh, and uh, uh, what happened is Kevin Owens uh, at the end of it he power bombs Roman Reigns through the announcers table. So he looks strong at long last. Kevin Owens looks strong. And uh, will he be able to defend the championship on uh, on the 18th or 28th, 29th, whatever day it is? Uh, we'll find out. Okay, so that's Raw. It was all right. It was way better than last week. It was definitely way better than last week. All right, so up next, SmackDown Live, episode 909. So this episode starts with Shane announcing Illumination Chamber match for the WWE Championship. AJ comes out and says, no, that's what? No. Then the Miz comes out and John Cena comes out and uh, the Miz say, I'm the best and I should be in that match and I'm going to win the belt. And uh, uh, John Cena is kind of egging him on. He's like, are you going to let him talk to you like that Uh, to, to the Miz? After AJ is very, very dismissive of him. And, uh, and so we hit our main event. Well, this is not our main event. Actually, the, the opening match of the night, uh, AJ Styles versus The Miz, which does not conclude in a victory of either one because John Cena and uh, AJ Styles get into a, a little bit of a scuffle since Cena is on commentary for the match. And uh, so the, the match is thrown out, disqualification, and uh, John Cena hits the, the attitude adjustment on both The Miz and AJ. So uh, there we go. That's that's what's going on with that. Up next, we had Nikki Bella come out, call out for Natalia. Natalia's in the audience, and she uh, says, okay, watch this. And she goes over to a merch stand and is angry that she doesn't have any shirts or anything on there. There are no Natalia shirts. Which would I guess would just say Natalia and then have like a, a a ponytail, top of the head ponytail on it. I don't know what would her shirts look like. I don't think I've ever seen a Natalia shirt. But anyway, uh, she she's mad about it. She's also mad that there's a Bret Hart shirt there and not a, a shirt for her. Uh, and uh, she's she throws a fit. Nikki Bella comes out makes her way out to the merch stand and they have a brawl over it. And she, she hits her with the, the strongest weapon available, which is a piece of, of foam board with t-shirts on it. I guess there could be some tacks if they use like those big push pins in there, those could kind of hurt. But um, yeah, so they brawl out there in the merch stand area and uh, you know, having so many people out there, um, I know they probably pulled some people out there to like say, okay, we're going to have a segment out here. Uh, come out here to be, be on TV. And so that we have a crowd watching this fight. Um, but to me, it felt like, oh, those are all the people that when Nikki Bella came out, they're like, oh, I'm going to go get some snacks and buy some shirts now because <laughs> I don't need to watch this next part. Um, but anyway, they, they had to watch that part instead of being able to buy some shirts. So that's kind of annoying. Man, they thought they'd be able to take advantage of this little break in programming. But really, they they uh, were prevented even more from enjoying their experience as much as possible. Anyway, uh, up next, we had Dean Ambrose versus Randy Orton. He demanded this match. 
Um, I wrote a note about, uh, he was complaining about his, his belt being really smelly, uh, and then demanded the match. I don't really remember a lot from this match. There was some table stuff. There was a draping DDT after a, uh, a countered, a, an escaped draping DDT. So I was pretty excited about that. Dean is able to get the win. Um, and it seems like Randy is upset with Luke Harper that his involvement or like, he's like a very slight involvement, uh, with what was going on. Uh, he seems to blame him for that. So they get into a fight. Bray breaks it up. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Bray decks Harper and then he challenges Randy to do this, uh, to, to come at him. And so there, uh, we have three, three separate page markers of the, the Bray Wyatt family book. The white, yeah, I could have said that better. Um, so, uh, later on we find out that we're, we're going to see next week. We're going to settle their differences Luke Harper versus Randy Orton because the only way that brothers can solve problems is to fight and go all out and it'll be solved after that or whatever, whatever he said. Um, up next we had Jerry Lawler with Kings court, I guess for the first time ever on SmackDown, uh, with his guest Dolph Ziggler. Um, and I was kind of shocked by this. I was like, Did, uh, is this really happening? They're really using, uh jerry the king lawler's cardiac arrest which he explains in, on talking smack is different from a heart attack um as uh as a storyline uh, that doll says you should blame me for almost killing you <laughs> and i did cause it and stuff like that and uh that he he would uh he would finish the job and stuff like, what this is he's he's gone full bastard here like man threatening to kill someone whoever it is threatening to to, to actually kill them uh man and uh he, he's he, he clutches his chest after the whole thing happens uh i think ziggler kicked him in the chest or something and uh jbl we haven't seen this really happen uh any of the commentators leave the table he uh he rushes to to lawler's side and to check on him as like, oh that's that's really cool that like added even more to it and uh yeah i, th- I thought that was, that was pretty cool you know what this episode was really good this episode was really good it was way better than last week um now that i'm talking about it really good that first that opening match from this point on it it was much it was way way better um everything before this i was uh, it's kind of like ah, oh, it's, it's all right um also, with the announcement of that match next week, we're also going to have all three members of the Wyatt family in the Royal Rumble. So that makes like 15, 16, 17 who have been announced. And we'll talk more about that next week. I'll stop coming back to that. I've already talked about it enough today. Okay, the main event of the night, Becky versus Alexa in a steel cage, um, which is pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. I enjoyed it. Um, we, my favorite moment, I think was when, uh, Becky got Alexa up into a pow- for, for a power bomb, but, uh, she was too close to the cage and Alexa just s- snags onto it. Like, uh, like a mouse grabbing onto the sides of the cage to, to climb up it. Um, I, I have Dagoos, which are like mice and they do that all the time. 
They just as soon as they get close to something, they grab. They grab it and then they pull off and and uh, start climbing. Um, that that was it. That's what it was reminding me of. Um, so that was my favorite uh, moment. We also got a Bexploder off of the top rope. Is that what it's called? They called it the Bexploder. I thought it was the Bexplex. Um, are they d- different? I'm not sure. I haven't seen her do it enough to know the difference. I think I mostly see her finish the matches with the disarmor. But anyway, um, the freaking ref that's that's at the door. Bad, bad job, dude. What are you doing? The whole point of the cage is not to let anybody in there. And he's just like standing there when La Luchadora is standing in the doorway. Like, what are you doing, dude? You you have one job. You literally have one job. Ref at the door. You just made the list. Um, so La Luchadora comes and uh, interferes. Helps Alexa win the match. We get a big kick to the face um, to get Alexa out of the disarm her. Uh, snap DDT by Alexa. She wins. Becky's destroyed for the moment. And La Luchadora, number three, is revealed to be none other than Mickey James. And the crowd goes wild. And uh, it's exciting. That freaking smile is like, ah, I know what I just did, and you know what I just did. I'm here. Drink it in, man. Um, so anyway, I, I mean, that that gets me excited for what's going to happen moving forward. Uh, are we? What are we going to see at Royal Rumble? Is there going to be a uh, a SmackDown Women's match? I I sure hope so. There better be because we don't have a Women's Royal Rumble match. Which would be pretty cool, I think. Even if it was only like fifth, it would have to be like half as many of them. So like fifteen of them, the same rules and everything. But uh, maybe next year, maybe next year, once uh, we get even more uh, female talent from the the women's championship tournament and stuff like that, we'll see. Um, uh, talking back, we had Renee and Shane again. No Daniel Bryan. I'm going to be so happy when he comes back. I mean, Shane is also pretty great um, on the show. And uh, he keeps kind of like, uh, I liked how Renee just gets right in there with Baron Corbin. And she's like, hold on. You got to ease into some of those questions. You're like, you're like a hundred miles per hour right out of the gate. Um, let's see. Uh, we got the news that Jerry Lawler will be in the Royal Rumble match on commentary. So it'll be Cole, Graves, and Lawler, which is that that's gonna be pretty cool. And I I don't remember seeing it. I may not have even checked the the raw discussion or the SmackDown discussion um, threads on Reddit. But uh, that's that's pretty exciting news, especially for everybody who complains about Byron. I like Byron and Otunga. I don't have a problem with them. Um, but they, they seem to get the most complaints online out of everybody. And, uh, so that's exciting for them. I mean, it's exciting in general. And, uh, we haven't heard Jerry Lawler on commentary in a while. And he's going to be on the kickoff show, which, uh, he hasn't been for a while as well. So that's exciting. All right. Um, there's some other stuff that I haven't on talking back, but you know, it, it wasn't the, the most exciting talking smack ever or anything. 
That is not the next page. The next page. Not yet. Main event, episode 225. If you want to check this out, uh, it's, yeah, it, they they finally have a women's match on there, which is uh, which was okay. Uh, Alicia Fox versus Dana Brooke opens the episode, and Alicia Fox gets the win with a uh, what did she even do? With a uh, no, I just wrote crazy underneath. I didn't write how she got the win. I just wrote crazy in really bad handwriting. Um, she, she's, she goes wild afterwards. She's like, finally, finally. And then like is clapping the buzz. None of her like shoes or anything fell off during that celebration. Um, so, uh, things are getting better. She's getting better at not losing, uh, pieces of her clothing when she, uh, when she kind of freaks out. Um, but, uh, anyway, yeah, it's nice to see an actual women's match from the raw roster because we didn't get, at least not on the the Hulu cut of the show. We didn't get a uh, a women's actual women's match, or did we? Did we? No, we didn't. Okay. Um, at thirty five, about thirty five minute mark, um, we have the second original match of this episode: Darren Young versus Epico. Um, Epico wins uh, due to Darren Young being uh, unable to continue in the match he gets slammed into the apron and his arm oh the replay of it slow motion his arm is just hyper extends the elbow uh hyper extends and it's ew, it it looked painful i'm i was not paying the most attention when it actually happened when they showed that replay after the commercial break and i was like oh man that's oh it, 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 nothing even really hit nothing hit his arm it was just the gravity his momentum snapped it snapped it backwards and uh i don't know if it's an actual injury or not i guess i could look that up real quick okay so according to a tweet from darren uh hyperextension which resulted in a traumatic dislocation and fracture of the coronoid pro- process of the right elbow that sound i don't know exactly what that basically dislocated elbow i guess um but that yeah that sounds pretty painful and uh yeah hope he hope he recovers well and all that that's not a uh an an ending a wrestling ending thing or anything like that because if there's anything that darren young's good at it's the actual wrestling at least as far as what i've seen and it's uh it has been fun to watch him actually wrestle so um anyway Let's move on to uh, NXT. No, 205 Live. Of course, 205 Live. Um, episode 8. Man, we still have so much to talk about. Um, but I'll go through this this one pretty quick. Um, Cedric Alexander versus Drew Gulak. And uh, Drew Gulak, he looks kind of weird not in a suit now. I've only seen him in a suit the last few weeks, like a month couple of months it seems like um and yeah it's it like who's that guy <laughs> wearing trunks um oh it's drew gulak uh, uh alicia fox tries to come out to accompany cedric alexander he's like get out of here leave bye-bye and uh she, she gets mad she just throws a tantrum he's saying she's being mean he's being mean and uh noam dar comes out 
tries to corral her away and she, she says do something to him do something about this and uh so noam dar is like all right uh attacks cedric alexander him and drew gulak are beaten down and uh they decide cedric decides okay well i'm gonna compete anyway i'm okay to compete uh noam dar takes alicia fox to the back they're watching the match uh, on the tv back there drew gulak gets the win and uh, Noam Dar is like, look what I did for you. Big slap. And then she storms off. Like, what is with this girl? Crazy Alicia Fox. I had to say it once. Um, so that that storyline continues. One of the most interesting things about, well, pretty, pretty much all the things in 205 Live are interesting now. Um, oh, yeah, Tajiri. Injured. No. That was like even better than all of this between him and Brian Kendrick. And it's on hold now because uh, I think it was his knee or something. I, for- I forget exactly what it was, but dang, man. You got to wait. We got to wait. It's going to be fantastic when he comes back, though. And soon, Akira Tozawa is going to be making his debut on 205 Live. That's going to be super exciting. So at least there's that. We have a little bit of uh, trade-off there. Not like it was planned like that or anything. They announced uh, Akira coming back, um, making his debut the same night that Tajiri debuted. So, anyway. Up next, we had Mustafa Ali versus Tony Nice, who is not accompanied by Drew Gulak. Um, he probably didn't have enough time to go get his suit and all of that. But, uh, anyway, after German suplex and a huge knee strike, Tony Nice gets the win. Pretty good match. I liked it. This whole episode is pretty solid. You know what? This was my favorite episode of the week. For The second half of SmackDown was great. This whole episode was great. So go check it out. It changed my mind. 205 Live wins the week again. Um, and then the main event, the conclusion of the feud between Arya Daivari and Jack Gallagher in an I forfeit match. Uh, it, it's a pretty... Pretty long match. A lot, pretty involved. Lots of outside the ring action. Three, three instances of Willem the Umbrella. They're, they're calling him William, but he, he, I swear, I swear he called him Willem in the first time that we saw the, the Umbrella. And uh, I'm, I'm going to keep calling him that. Is that because like uh, Willem Dafoe? Right? It's spelled like that. Or is that just how you pronounce William? Um, in some parts. Uh, I don't know. But uh, I'm going to keep calling him Willem. As long as I don't have to type it, I'm going to call him Willem. Um, Daivari dominates the first part of the match. And uh, Jack Gallagher just sticks in there. He, uh, he says, no, 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 no. Every time he's asked if he forfeits. Um... He even ties his turban to Gallagher's wrist and uses that a little bit as a weapon, uh, kind of keeping him close, keeping him like re- re- reeled back in after each blow. Oh, so that was pretty cool. But uh, once he gets Willem number three, Gallagher is able to turn the tides again. Um, he gets out of a hold by Daivari and uh, puts on a hold of his own. Uh, and Daivari finally says i forfeit so it's the end of this feud which is kind of disappointing kind of sad 
But let's see these guys get into action with the rest of the roster. That'll be pretty exciting because both of them just killed it. Killed it. Killed it week after week with their matches and their promos and stuff. So I'm excited for that. And uh, that's it for 205 Live. So check out if there's only one episode that you watched this week, even though I just spoiled everything that happened pretty much, 205 Live is where it's at. All right, NXT 373, which wasn't too shabby itself. We're getting the momentum going into TakeOver. And uh, first up, we had Kennedy Lewis versus Nikki Cross. Um, It was a quick match won by a spinning neckbreaker by Nikki Cross. And uh, this isn't the last we'd see of her uh, in this episode. Um, I already talked about the Ty Dillinger segment. But anyway, uh, up next we had Roderick Strong versus Steve Cutler. Um, Roderick Strong won after a running kick to the jaw. And uh, yeah, it was was a pretty decent match. Pretty decent match. And then Ty Dillinger comes out to talk about what's next. We get a Royal Rumble number 10 chant, which would be so exciting. So exciting. But it looks like he may be... um, Maybe fighting off the evil powers, the evil powers of sanity for now. As they come out, as I already talked about, they offer him a jacket to join the club. And not the club, but the, you know, their club. So instead of picking up the perfect 10, they pick up the perfect demo, Killian Dane. And uh, yeah, I already talked about this. So we'll move on. We'll, we'll move on to TM61 versus the Revival. Pretty, pretty good match. Um,. We got a shatter machine kind of early on, but uh, they hit it on Nick Thorne when uh, Miller was the legal man. Not Nick Thorne. Shane Thorne when Nick Miller was the legal man. Man, I got to get used to their names. I should remember Nick Miller easily because it's the same name as the character on New Girl. But anyway, um, uh, he rolls up Dawson. Uh, so TM61 wins, but they get beat down afterwards. Um, and then we get the contract signing between, uh, between what's his name? You know, Bobby Roode and, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. And, uh, Bobby Roode is, goes on this whole thing saying, I haven't watching your career, but ah, you're not worth my time and stuff. And then Nakamura says, I like you. You look like Shina Ibu. Ah, perfect. Um, so at some point, I'm going to draw Bobby Roode as a Shiba Inu, and it will be fantastic. So look out for that. Maybe with this episode, I'll I'll add it on to this episode uh, at some point. But um, yeah, it was it was a pretty good pretty good uh, ending to the episode. Uh, although I don't really enjoy, I would enjoy uh, uh, in the ring like wrestling ending to an episode. Um, the uh, contract signing endings are yeah, not, not, not very exciting, but at least we got that Shiba Inu line. And that was pretty good. Um, I'm excited for that match. All right. So I'll talk about more of my predictions and thoughts and what going into takeover at San Antonio and Royal rumble when the time comes. So watch for next week's episode and talk about all of my predictions on next Friday 
or Saturday. If you're a patron on patreon.com slash today, I watched, you'll get the episode on, on uh, Friday and otherwise the, the episode will be everywhere on Saturday. Uh, and I'll d- keep that up every week. I'm going to try my best to keep that up every week and then watch for the uh, takeover and Royal rumble episodes uh, the day after. And then the day after that, um, uh, when those happen. So uh, stay tuned. Let me know what you thought about this week of WWE by tweeting me at TIW podcast. Go to today. I for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe on iTunes or your podcatcher of choice. Write a review on iTunes. And like I said, support the show even more at patreon.com slash today. I watched. Thanks for tuning in. I'm so excited for next week. It's it's going to be, I think it's going to be either really great or like kind of great or really bad. It could, it could possibly be like, like everything just is awful. Um, but uh, I hope not, but there, there's the possible possibility. I don't think it'll, I think it'll be great. Um, that's it. Thanks for tuning in. Catch you later. Bye.